Hello and welcome to the Navy Blue Corner. I'm Ian, joined as always by my good mate, Lockie. And the first game of the 2023 AFL season is only days away. Feels like it's been forever, but thank God footy is finally back, Lockie. You feel like it's been forever? Have you have you healed? Have you healed over I, these last six months? Well, I've finally healed from what was basically our last episode because the, the, the latter mm. stages of that best 22, the mood wasn't <laughs> as, as good as it probably is at this stage. And we'll definitely chat about oh, that as we get going. We are, we've given it some time. We've mallowed. We are back. We're fired up. But Lockie, let's get straight into this because there is plenty to cover in this round one build-up episode. Mm-hmm. Lockie, take me through your emotions before our round one game against Richmond. How are you feeling and what are your expectations for the game? Wow. Let's start big. Yes. Yeah, it feels def- it definitely feels different to last year, I think. Mm. But still, maybe maybe it's more stressful than last year. Like yeah. we had we had big expectations last year, but we still had the monkey. On the back, mm. a lot of those monkeys we got off our back last year, but some still remain. So mm. there's still the stress. I feel like maybe maybe this is a bad take, but I feel like if we didn't have Geelong next week, maybe I'd I'd be a little more relaxed. Yeah, it kind of feels like no. there's more riding on this because of that. I don't know if you feel like that. It definitely factors in weirdly. Like you want to do the old cliche, take it one week at a time. But yeah, if you if we had a bit of an easier team. Next up, it probably takes a bit of pressure on potentially being like zero and two, which I know a lot of people will have that rhetoric around <laughs> the start of the season if we start to lose the first few. Yeah. But yeah, like as you mentioned, we got the monkey off our back last year, but in a, in a year that we kind of did that, we didn't sort of go on with it. So I, I'm kind of, mm. I, at least was probably last week, very nervous, very, very nervous going into this one. And I was probably a little bit, down on everything. The Sydney game really just ruined my mood completely. It got me into that headspace yeah. kind of negative spiral of like, oh my God, what happens if we are bad? What if everything <laughs> bad happens and transpires? And I, mm. I, it took me a while, but I think I'm finally out of it. And I'm out of it Good. because of this, Lockie. And it was really today trying to come up with this run sheet, th- think of things to speak yep. about. And it's kind of changed my mood. And that is we need to embrace expectation and not mm-hmm. hide from it. Like, even as fans, like, okay, this is every Okay, I mean, here's your pump-up. Here's Go your pump-up speed because, like, <laughs> the feeling and everything around round one in this season, like, this is everything we've kind of wanted for years, forever. We want every single game mm-hmm. to mean something, whether that be good or bad. So, like, let's just go out there and enjoy it and embrace the situation that we're in. You know, yep. anything can happen, and that's kind of the exciting part about the start of the season. And I, we've, at times we've shown last season and with this group that we're good enough at our best. So I think it's just about time to believe it. That's kind of how I'm being uplifted at the moment, just trying to be like, stop with the silly negativity. You don't know what the season's going to be like. This is the fun mm. time. You can be as nothing as possible. You can say you're going to win the flag because no one knows yet. And there's so many possibilities, so why not focus on the positives? Mate, far out. I didn't think four minutes in before we got the pump up. Normally it's in the latter half. So bang, you hit us. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I, I think I mentioned that in one of our early episodes mm. this season. Like our focus for me is is taking it that one week at a time and just like be, like embracing the fact that, hey, every game we go into this season, we're going to have a really good chance of coming away yeah. with it. So let's back them in. Why not? 
100 mm, percent look and if you're ex- as excited as we are and you're watching on youtube make sure to drop a like drop in the comments as well how you're feeling about everything i want i want this episode yeah. in particular to be as interactive as possible if you're listening on your streaming services head over to our socials at navy blue corner chuck us a follow tweet at us message us we want to hear from you all and, and i'll get the cheeky plugs away follow look so at you, you. Episode, you're growing subscribe there you go, Lockie. I knew you'd like that. Oh, I had to throw I that in up. somewhere. And to get you even more pumped up, Lockie, <laughs> merch, go we've on. still got a couple of tees oh! left. The, uh, the link will be up on your screen again like it was in the last one. If you're listening, it's in the show notes, in the comments. And if you don't want to look there, I'll say it for you now. It is navybluecorner.bigcartel.com. Buy a tee because, look, I'll be honest, we've got a couple of messages asking for sizes and things like that that we're sold out of. Yep. We may never make this T design again. So if you want one and you want to show off that you're a day one of the Navy Blue Corner, Facts. grab one now. NavyBlueCorner.BigCartel.com. That's enough of the plugs, Lockie. Let's get back into talking about our round one game. We kind of alluded a little bit to this, but do you have many sort of expectations for this game in particular? Oh, expectation for the game. I mean, so much is like thinking about, Yeah, I mean, Round one last year, no, it like the back of my hand. I mm. boy, have I relived that so many times. And I feel like it was a little bit of a slow start in that game. We were a bit inaccurate in front of mm. goal and we got, allowed them to get a bit of a jump on us. And then it was obviously the end of the game where we just ran over the top of them. So, I mean, I would love to not have to have that storyline again. Like, yes, could we just, could we get the jump on them and then just hold it? Like, mm. that'd be nice for our sanity mm. at the g no no i agree and it, it's i'm hoping for a bit more of a mature performance i think that's what we all want this season like that four quarters obviously there's going to be times richmond are a good team that they're going to get on top of us but i don't want it to be looking back at that quarter and going oh man we're just we're out of it we got to change something mm. we're either thereabouts or i want us to completely take over this game and like look my expectations they're nothing crazy um I'm not necessarily expecting a win. I want one, but, and I know mm. we're going to kind of allude to this later, but it, like it's a long season. I'm not going to lose my mind if we do lose this one. But yeah. I guess in saying that, like I want us to be a finals team, that means we need to win these kind of games. So, yeah, I want one. I, that is definitely what I want. And, I, and the expectation on this game should be let's beat the Tigers. Um, but yeah, I sort of, oh, sorry, Lockie, you were about to say something. Oh, I was just going to say, I feel like we need to clip you saying, that you're not going to lose your mind just to play when before we record on the weekend because I don't know we'll see what happens. I'm sure you're going to be just as positive. I'll, I'll you know I'll let it go. <laughs> no, hopefully hopefully it's positive and we won't have to even worry about that. It will clip. be. Um, but we kind of alluded to this a little bit. We said last year that we finally broke the drought. We got our round one win over the Tigers in what kind of felt like a we've arrived moment. And I guess a year on, there's still so much Very to prove. True from this group because of what maybe didn't transpire last season. Do you feel as if there's almost more pressure than mm. before on Carlton to kind of win and I guess to start the season in such a strong manner? Yeah, I I think there is. It's def- it's a different kind of pressure, like I said at the start. Mm. I also can't imagine, I agree that it felt like a we've arrived moment last year. And I feel like the bar is different now. Like I feel like mm. a big win on Thursday can't be a we've arrived moment. Yeah. I feel like that I feel like that will be reserved for if we win against Geelong. So mm. 
it's a different kind of pressure. I feel like even though we are the underdogs in this game, like you can already read what the headlines are going to be if we do mm. lose. It's it's a different yeah. kind of feeling. So it, it's definitely there. Mm. I think the, the expectations are, and the pressure is always going to be super, super big this season because last year was a bit of a free run. You don't make finals. It's, it's yeah. sort of all the media pressure and outside noise is definitely on that. And I guess even from us fans, like we want – Finals, we expect it. We're going to be disappointed if we don't get it. But I think I'm what I've kind of touched on before is like it's a long season. The, the, the pressure's there to win every single game. But like last season, we were eight and two and it all went tits up and we didn't make finals. So like I'm not going to be stressing this season. I'm going to try not to anyway. Let's see how that works and see how that pans out. But I'm going to try my hardest not to get too stressed about kind of the results and it you, you made me think yeah. they're saying like if we get a massive win like my kind of thoughts are like yeah that'll be great obviously i want us to let's let's win by 100 points that would be beautiful Absolutely. it would feel like a, a big deal like okay we've started the season strong but because there's it's such a long season anything can change week in week out mm. my attitude compared to last year which was holy shit we've won maybe we're gonna do it this year it's kind of still a bit more of a wait and see as we progress. Yep. So I, I kind of agree with you. I don't think even if we did go out there and completely dominate and, and wipe Richmond off the park, that it would be this, like, we're going to win the flag mentality. And I feel that that's kind of the way that a lot of Carlton supporters are feeling at the moment too. Yeah. Maybe I am wrong in saying that even if we beat Geelong, it would be a we've arrived <laughs> because we've been burnt before. We could be eight yeah. and two again and we'll be like, well, now prove it. We're gonna be mm. we're gonna be saying now prove it until we're holding up the cup, which is fine. Mm. I can I can wait six months. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. So trying to break down this game, because this is what the match build up is all about, Lockie. What are kind of the keys for you for us to win this game? And then what do we kind of need to look out for from Richmond oh. looking at the opposition? Mate, I want you to take this first. This is your this is your domain. I feel like I, I know you. On the other side of that monitor, you've got a great little list of things for each of these. So I want you to start. Yeah, well, start look, this up. is a, a look behind the, the curtain here is definitely... <laughs> I give Lockie the run sheet, but then I'm writing my notes down. Five there. minutes before and, the show, people. Let that, that, let, let that be known. Well, I've got to try and look smarter for the people listening at home. It's the only way to get it done is to it's just work. give you no prep. I've already written out my answers before the questions have even been asked. Um, Go on. But no, I know you've got some gold for this. Yeah, look, I think it's pretty simple. And it's it's simple, stupid footy talk. But it starts at the contest, mm-hmm. considering that's what we've built our game on. And all you have to do is, which I know every single Carlton supporter can do pretty easily, is look back. Last quarter, round one, last year against Richmond, just the mm. domination in the center bounces, in the contest and taking oh, that game away from Richmond. And it goes such a long way. And I think Richmond's biggest strength is kind of their outside run. You look at a player like a Bolton, even a picket at times, it can kind of open games there. And they've added a, mm. a silky player like a Taranto. So if they're able to get that ball out to their flashier players that generate so much, Dusty, obviously, the main one I, I managed to forget there but you get the mm-hmm. ball to those they're dangerous and it's the stupidest and most simple thing but it's like if we're able to stop it at the source dominate that area then we're taking away the real strength of, of richmond and going towards ours yeah. and probably the other main things is from a richmond point of view they've sort of burnt us quite a lot transition out of defense it's been a, a big talking point over this this sort of pre-season looking at, at what we need to improve on from last year. 
And then also our transition as well. If we can really get that going with the mm. McGovern, with maybe a Lockie Cowan in there as well, Oof. I think those are kind of the key elements to, to how we can get the win. Is there anything that you're kind of looking yeah. for, even if it's from a player that you want to see fr- from this game that in your mind guarantees us a win in a way? Oh, guarantees us a win. I was ready until you said that. Um, I don't know if it guarantees us a win. I think the thing that I'm most excited to see, and we saw some of it in the preseason, is not only just what Akers himself does, but just the effect of having him there with the width that we've spoken about, like how that affects everybody on the field. Mm. I think it's almost like, I feel like we're almost underrating at this stage the effect that that's going to have. Like we have Mm. just been crying out for so long for some competent wing game. And I have a feeling we're going to be sitting mm. here talking about the win and being like, we just we just structurally look different with with him out there. Yeah, I'm excited for that. No, no, that's going to be an interesting focus because a lot of the preseason kind of looked like, and I'm hoping it it was this that we almost went at a bit of sixty percent in those practice matches. Of course, weren't we giving away too much. But one of the big things that looked great. Was an Acres on the wing? Was a Hollands or an O'Brien in that Collingwood game? Mm-hmm. So you kind of know that, like, well, actually, we don't know. We don't know what Vossi kind of wants to do with his wings. We haven't seen him with that yeah. capable, one of the best wingers out there. That's what I really want to see how that works, how we look to move the ball, and just what that means for a game against the Tigers. Because we haven't really opened yeah. up teams width wise it's normally been through the middle through that contested stuff and that outside totally. game is what all the all the big pundits are always talking about we're too one dimensional we're slow it's all the same in the midfield we've added some new dimensions to the team let's see how it all plays mm. out and if it works well i reckon we're walking away with the chocolates but this is this is uh we're getting close to the fun part of this episode which is revealing our best 22s but there is one thing we need to mention <laughs> about this game before we get into it because uh, there's a massive occasion that is taking place Thursday night and it's not just the great Jack Silvani's 100th game. It is the fact that when he reaches this milestone, it will be the first time that three Mm. generations of footballers have all played 100 games at the same club, which is just... Look, it's, it's an incredible achievement. It is something that, as, as saying, it's the only time it'll ever happen or has happened, which is just ridiculous to think about what has yeah. come from this family and what they've been able to do for this football club. Uh, I guess, what do you kind of make of this achievement, yeah. Lockie? And, and what can we kind of expect from Silvani on Thursday night? Oh, I mean, it, it takes you back, I feel like, to his first few games, like his first season, we're in the number two, and it was like, I don't know. Did you think he was going to get to 100 games, if, you, if you're being mm. completely honest, back then? Mm. Surely yeah. not. Probably not. It could have been, but there, a yeah. late draft pick, we definitely weren't expecting a lot from him. Yeah. So it's, it's just brilliant to see how he's – yeah, obviously he was a fan favorite from the start, but he's kept that status up and, mate, kick some goals. Make you happy. Imagine, imagine yes. he rolls out of this game with just four behinds. What are you gonna? What word are you gonna have for him then? <laughs> so kick some snags, Jack. Come on. Yeah. Look, we know he's passionate, and I think we've seen <laughs> in the past in those big games that are big for the family, big for Carlton. That this man steps up. He loves this occasion. So I think this is going to be his bread and butter. He plays off that emotion so well, and 
being, you know, you, you love watching those little videos that have been almost played to death now of him as a kid singing the Carlton theme song and in that Carlton jumper. You know what it means to mm. him. So we just know that, yeah, he's going to go out there, give everything. There may be a bit of biff involved as well from the man. I know he loves it. And yeah, get it, get him kicking snags out there. I want a best on ground performance from him. And it might sound Dang. stupid, but like, I feel like it'll happen. He just cherishes these yeah. massive defining moments for us. And he want, he's, he's been dreaming since he's a kid that he's uh, he's the man to kick our winning goal. So I want to see it. Do you reckon Steve will be there getting around him? What are you calling it? Yes or no? Get Steve on the on the big screen. Well, he has to be, but I don't know. Maybe maybe he's there scouting mm. now. You know, maybe he's too yeah. busy. He can't be out there. He's That's watching the uh, under-18s. He's got his list management things to do. Uh, do you reckon we'll, we'll get a smile from him on the TV if he's yeah, out Yeah, that's... That's what I'm alluding to. We, yeah, we know Joe will get around it. We'll, oh, yeah. We and Joe's the, one we really, Joe's the one we really care about on this podcast Absolutely. these days. So big shout out mm-hmm. to the Silvanis. But yes, a massive, massive achievement from Jack and the Silvani clan. But let's get into it. Let's talk about the selections, Lockie. I want oh, your full selections. 22 plus the sub. And the oh. fun part about this is that the club have already announced a couple for us, which makes it a little bit easier They've announced, of course, the debuts of Oliver Hollands and Lockie Cowan. Um, so, yeah, Lockie, lay your lineup on me. So you're telling me you're not game enough to swerve, even though they've announced, like, I don't know, a curveball? Could they? Could one of them be the sub? Would they dare do that, do you think? See, uh, I was having That'd a chat pretty with outrageous. a mate. I was having a chat today with a mate from work about this, and he was like, oh, it wouldn't surprise me if he's the sub. And I just went, mate. If they did that after the announcement video and everything, that would just be horrendous. You can't, after announcing it, you can't give him the sub treatment. You're playing your first game. Maybe you'll start maybe in the last quarter. That'd be pretty dog. I wouldn't be happy with that from Vossi. If you're going all out with the social yeah. media, he is starting on the ground. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty confident they will be. But I'm just, I'm just floating it. I'm just <laughs> floating it. Um, how do you want me to do this? I can't just read 23 names. The people well, I want to—they're going to hit the the fifteen second skip passes from from Lockie. They don't want to hear me for that long. Well, okay, well give me give me a back. We'll start at the defence. Go your back seven. Yeah, get it done. Weeders, Young, and Gov. Please play Gov. Please. How yep. good was oh oh? Just think about last year round one. Yep. 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 yep, yep. Sardi, Doc, Newman, and of course the Moo Man. Are you yeah. embracing the? Uh, Moo. I've seen people tweeting about. I don't oh. know, can we woof and Moo? That feels like a lot to me. I don't know. Look, I'm not. On I'm, not I'm not sure. I'll be the one out there mooing unless I get a couple of cordials <laughs> into me. But oh, well, you know you will. If it happens, if he gets his first kick and there's a moo, I think that I'm just going to be crying laughter. That it, that would genuinely yeah. be one of the funniest things ever in football if this catches on. Like I kind of want it to because it's. It's so dumb that it's almost amazing. Like, imagine Wolf, Moo, we got to start finding the rest yeah. of the barnyard animals out it's there, try and get the rest of them. Me. Can we make can we make any noises for Fisher? Is there anything that Fish makes? Like, what can we do for him? <laughs> no. like, there's plenty of content out there for it. I'm sure we can get something going. Um, but no, look, I've got the exact same defense there. I know in our best cool. 22s, everyone fit. I was quite high on a March Bank being in there, but... Honestly, at the moment, I'm not too sure his fitness levels. He's been dealing with that calf. And we're already carrying potentially a few other underdone players 
question yep. mark around them. Uh, Asterix is galore. So I'm going to go and stick fat with that defense there. Love the addition of Newman Love in it. there. And yeah, Cowan, big debut. So excited for this man. Oh, I wasn't sure he'd be ready that early. Maybe with some injuries, he wouldn't be. But I think the exciting part of the debuts is that these guys have earned it. it, it we're at a situation with, I think this list where we didn't have to play these guys anymore. There was other options to go for, but we've kind of gone, no, like this guy has done all, put in all the work in the preseason. He's ready to go. He's shown enough and it's kind of nice. This is maybe a bit of backhand to someone else, maybe a bit of a drive by, which I am known for. Uh Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) SPS. It's all good, mate. It's all good. It's not going to you anymore. But uh, it's kind of to Plowman. Like, I'm kind of happy in a way that we're not just, and maybe he will be in the lineup. I don't know yet. But it looks to me that we've mm. taken that step. It's no longer we get a get an injury and Plowman's just the safe option. We've got some other guys pushing for selection, changing things up. Someone that wants to attack the game. And that is a big bonus for me. Um, yeah, feel free to, to go through the next lines. You've spoken it into existence now, mate. <laughs> he's, he's Starting center half back, you beauty. <laughs> uh, this one felt pretty self-explanatory to me too. I think Pitt will be taking the first bounce yep. with Cripper, Chez, and George. Akers and Hollands on the wing. <laughs> Had to yeah, think there yeah. for a second. I think no, Hollands will be there. Yeah, I've got, the, I've got the same for you. A question on this is, and obviously mm. – uh, You've got Kennedy on the bench, I'm assuming, for yourself as another mid-rotation. Of course, course, we've got to have our man out there. And with Hollands, I'd love to ask you the question. Because in your best Mm. 22, you had O'Brien. If you were making the decision, would you have had (laughs) O'Brien over Hollands to start? Yeah, I probably would. Like if if I was doing, from the information that we know, we don't have everything. But I feel like I probably would have just gone with one debutante. Mm. I think... As much as I'm stoked to have both of them out there, um, yeah, it's a massive mm. thing. The, the yeah. pressure. I mean, they're both childhood baggers. Imagine it's you and me oh. selected round one. What it are we should thinking? be. Get us out there. <laughs> Is it well, too that's, late? <laughs> that's a story for another day. I think we've still got time. But Hopefully. yeah, so I probably would have gone lob, but I have mm. all the faith in the world in Ollie. Mm. It's funny. I had Hollands in my best 22, everyone fit, yet I think I still would have started O'Brien, which is maybe contradictory, yeah. but it's no. if I'm if I wanted to play a game for my life, I'm going yeah, Ollie Hollands. But to ease someone into their AFL career, maybe would have yeah. gone on O'Brien. But clearly, he has stood out enough where Vossi's going. Yeah, I think he he's potentially over him. You never know if O'Brien's in that team as well. But at least mm. I've seen enough to say yeah, this guy's in that squad. Uh, yeah. Go your forward line and and probably the, the teeing off the rest of your bench because this may be where we've got some differences. Um. I'm interested mm. to to hear it. Yeah, I mean, and looking at these names, even if we release this episode in an hour, there's a chance that one of them will be ruled out by then, for all we know. Hey, don't be doing that to us, Lockie. I mean, not now, not now. Hang on, let me just... Touch the wood. Um, what I we think... want to be hearing is the opposite, where Walsh's named round one, he's ready to go. <laughs> Did you listen to Vossi talking on whatever that footy show was about that, that little clip where... I, I missed it, so please enlighten Oh, he was... It was him and Dimmer were both on, and he was like, and Dimmer was like, what? Like, is there a chance Walsh in round one? He's like, no, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. That would be the ultimate alpha oh, move. Oh, just a little bit of a go on, to, go on TV, huge. say there's no chance, and then slide him in. Harry and Kerno, 
um, Motlop and Dirds, if they're fit, our two best yep. smalls. Sauce for the big 100. And, I mean, my man, Jack Martin. <laughs> oh, uh, you're big on him now, aren't you? <laughs> oh, he, I, I'm his man. Um, yeah, I had him as my sub in our best 22 yeah. all fit. But I think, again, for this game, I think I, I'd, I'd have him out there. Do what you did one year ago in that fourth quarter, my man. Yep. And do you have any forwards on oh, the bench, Lockie? Yes, of course. And Zach Fish has got to be in there. Yeah, beautiful. Look, we've, we're finally back in sync, and it's good to hear. We've got the oh exact God. same out there for us. Uh, yeah, the big question mark really going into this is kind of a lot of those 50-50 calls, it seems like. You've got, to a yeah. lesser extent, McGovern. We haven't seen a lot of him. He played the VFL game. They seem to say he's fine with that little back niggle mm. where he seemed to get kneed in the back in a training or something. And it looks like he's all good. Martin yep. got that uh, that VFL run. His injury, we don't know what it was. I'm just going to say it's him being allergic to being healthy. That seems like the only thing that could have been going on with him. But man. hoping he's ready to go out there. And then, yeah, the other the other cloud is around those small forwards. We heard Motlop with his mm. calf pretty much on that Saturday. It was a big thing at the Blue Abroad season launch the murmurs immediately started to go around there's a bit of panic that set in but things were eased pretty quickly and then the other one is Durden with the hamstring we have not seen a lot of him which maybe makes me a little bit more nervous around him than a motlop with that being said Mm -hmm. if say let's just say if a Durden isn't fit who would come in for you into that team wow it's it's actually a good question um I guess it's got to be always yeah. for the most like for like, but mm. honey's around it. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going always myself. Yeah, I think that just the pressure of what Capaya Durden is. Yeah, look, it's, it's an option. I, I, for me, yeah. I'd probably go always is that more plug-in sort of replacement, quite a similar player to a Durden. Be absolutely have fine with him sort of coming in for that. And then... Yeah. I guess if both of him and Motlop for whatever reason didn't get up, is that when you'd probably play uh, Honey as well? Or was that when you're going Ed Kerno? What are you, what you're thinking around? If the oh. worst case scenario happened and both of them weren't there, or maybe a maybe a, a Jack Martin and one of the smalls just didn't get up. I've just got this weird feeling that Kerno is around it. Yeah. For the selectors. Mm. I just have the I really would not be surprised if he is named. Um, mm. but I'll yeah. stick with always and honey as being my, my front two. They're my me. preference. They're my preference as well. So I guess rattle yeah. off the, uh, the last bench spot and then give yeah. me your sub as well here, Lockie. See if we can well, get the exact same team. I mean, if you've missed our rock debates, we talked about it in depth on the last episode. So go back to that one. But I mean, it would be insane to me if they don't play TDK mm. just on form and structure, yeah. like just like an omission. So I think it'll be him. And I've gone, I've gone O'Brien as the sub. Um, yeah. I mean, we haven't really gone too much into sub tactics yet. I would not be mm. surprised if it was Ed Kerno. Um, and obviously I spoke the other week that Martin is like my favorite sub choice, even yeah. though you're worried about him doing an ankle <laughs> two minutes in. I feel like if he can just play one quarter of, get 10 disposals and kick three, then that's that's perfect Jack Martin for me. 
No, look, we we've we've gone very close to having the we've same team. It. I know, I know. I went very big on the, I, and I still don't love the two rucks, and we know all the reasons. I'm yeah. not going to rehash anything. If you want to know, listen to our best twenty two episode. It's in mm-hmm. there somewhere. I think I spoke about it for way too long, uh, but no, I yeah, I do have I do have Deconing in there, and the reason being is I was looking for versatility for the sub, and kind of with a lot of the injuries that we have at the moment. While I could have maybe had an O'Brien playing or an Ed Kerno playing and then made the other one the sub, I don't love it. Like, you can't play De Koning as the sub, so why not get him out there? It seems like that's right. what the, the club want to do. So I'm happy to give it a go round one. It worked really well last year where sort of Pitt wore down Nank and then De Koning came in that last quarter and mm. just took over, used his athleticism. And, and maybe we'll try that again this year. It's going to be quite interesting then I've gone Ed yep. Kerno as my sub, mainly for that versatility factor where and go Brian could well and truly be the sub, but knowing that he kind of only plays wing, I like that Ed can play wing, play midfield, chuck him in the forward line, move the magnets around a little bit more, but you yeah. kind of don't know what they're going into this thinking. That's a big watch this space throughout the year is seeing our teams use this tactical sub. It's back in full force and it's going to make the games a little bit more interesting, wanting some run off that bench, surely. Yeah, no, I agree. I was thinking about that too. I'm like, I guess if, if someone goes down, O'Brien mm. slots onto the wing, maybe they repurpose. I don't know. Chuck yeah. Oli to full forward. Chuck Akers <laughs> off halfback. We'll move the magnets around elsewhere. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see who, who becomes the perfect sub for us. 100%. So, Lockie, teams are, teams are out for us. If you're listening, drop yours in the comments on YouTube, tweet at us, Instagram, Facebook, message us individually, do whatever you need to do at Navy Blue Corner, of course. Um, But let's keep going into the predictions here, Lockie. I need the winning team, the margin, (laughs) and give me your first goal scorer. Okay, okay, okay. Well, obviously, obviously. Imagine, imagine if I... Imagine if you went rogue. (laughs) That would be ridiculous. I think we'll win, and I think it'll be closer than last year, which I'm so sad to say. I'll say I'll say us by eight. First Ooh. goal kicker is good. L- let's just make it a fairy tale. I think I think it'll be sauce. Mm. Oh well, we saw last year a big goal from Doherty for other reasons. Crowd went mm-hmm. absolutely insane. I reckon when Silvani kicks his, you're gonna oh, have. Mate. Some very similar scenes from the Carlton faithful. Of course, yep. I have gone Carlton with the win. I do think it's going to be a close one-ish, but I'm hoping Carlton get another goal. So let's make it 17 points. And my first goal scorer is your man, Jack Martin. I just feel my man. there's something in the air. The ball goes down there. There's a crumb. It does a little bit of a turn, a bit of magic mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Jack Martin gets the goal. It's like yeah. It. Let us know your predictions. I'd love to know the first goal scorer predictions and give me a bit of a scenario as well. Really go into it. Let that imagination really just just get into it. But Lockie, I'm gonna pass Thanks. this part of the podcast off to you. Oh, we asked the lovely people on Twitter the fan questions. Ask if they've got anything for us. Lay them on me. They always have stuff for us, mate. So get ready. And I love this. I love being able to throw you under the bus. We're back. Do what you do to me at the start of an episode. (laughs) Don't let you prepare. And no fence sitting. That's a massive 2023 rule. We established this. We've been over this. But am I allowed to build multiple fences? So I'm not sitting. I'm hovering. I'm building. I'm getting away at no double fences. 
I don't want to say yeah. this, but maybe it's a case by case basis. Okay. I'm ha- I'm happy yeah. to refer this as we go through the season. We can establish some clearer rules. Fair. Look, I've gone controversial with the TDK opinion, so let's continue the controversy. It creates cash, so let's get into it, Lockie. Let's do it. Firstly, from Adrian asking, where is his merch and how have I not put it? How, how has it not got to him yet? And Adrian, can I just say, firstly, great job, Ian, on the plugs last week. Clearly that worked. Adrian, we love you. I sent it today, mate. It is, oh, it's, it's out. Be, should, we, should we say, will it be there for Thursday? I don't uh, want, I'm well, not putting any pressure I'm not, on Oz Post. I'm not putting any, I wouldn't say pressure. I would not back Oz Post with a lot, no, but no. it'll definitely get to you. We back him in for that. Let's fingers crossed it's yeah. ready for Thursday and we and you can see some Navy Blue Corner merch, maybe even at the game. That would be an incredible sight for myself to see. But yes, you can, I, like I was it. about to say, if, the, if it hadn't been shipped, all blame goes to Lockie. He's got the merch. He's got the uh, Oz Post <laughs> satchels. He's got that ready to go. But for once, and I can't believe it, he's nailed it. So, look, hats off to oh. you, Lockie. It'll be out to Just, you soon. The strike rate's been good so far. Thanks to everyone that's shot us a message with a photo of the merch when they've got it, all that. Oh, unreal. Love it. Thanks, team. Um, now, should we get into it? Oh, Wayne, are you comfortable with the prospect of an 0-2 start to the season? Oh. Or do we really need to get a win in the first fortnight? I'm leaning towards yes given the way we finished 22. So how's that for a big question? Oh, see, this Don't is... Don't you dare get oh, that I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm fence-sitting with my answer because, no, I don't know, there's do sort of two parts. I'll explain it. If you're not happy, I'll but I'll knock one guest. fence over and I'll stay on the other. But, okay. like, did he say comfortable? I would not be comfortable uh, yep. if we were 0-2, but I'm also not losing my head if we're 0-2 just because, I don't know, I kind of... I don't know. What do you say? I Last year, it was eight and two. And I feel like I'm repeating this from multiple episodes, but no. I'm trying not to be too phased by it because we were so happy. We were like, yes, perfect start. And then we absolutely bottled it. So yep. there's no chance. There's a chance that we go two and eight and make finals. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to get too ahead of myself and <laughs> get too true. bogged down in the numbers and worried about it. I want to see how we're performing how we're actually going about the results and trying to maybe put more focus into that. And let's just worry about it when it, when it gets to it. I, I don't want to be, there was so much stress last season, looking at the ladder, doing the predictor. I want to push that away. I don't want to try and worry about that this year. Just focus on each game. But I do agree. If we get off to that early start, if you beat a team like Richmond or Geelong, somewhere competing for finals, just the confidence boost that gives you, added belief of everything's going right. Yes, we can match it with those teams and do better. So it would be big. And, and I think mm. for that reason, it is important that we do get one of these wins. Because like I touched on earlier, we want to be a finals team. You've got to beat finals teams to be in there. We want to win the flag. This is how you do it. What about you, Lockie? Mate. I hope that's coming through on my mic right now. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not adding to that. You nailed it. Wayne, thank you for the question. Yes, definitely. Are you comfortable? Yes or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And on Twitter here, Wayne's got his little uh, nickname there as Dub D. Over to our our other favorite Ooh. dub now. We've got dub. another dub. Of We've course. got a couple of dubs now. I'm liking this. Everyone needs a dub in their name. I'm liking it. <laughs> Keep it coming. Um, goal from Timmy Dub as always. What five players will provide the most organic growth oh. this year? to take us to the next level. Organic Ooh. growth 
five names. You don't need to go into depth if you don't don't want to. Just put the put them out into the ether. Yes. Well, firstly, it was lovely meeting the great Timmy Dub for the first time oh, very at the envious. Blue Broad season launch. Absolutely great man. Uh, hope to see him throughout mm-hmm. this season and five players to take a leap that get us there. I, I've talked about that small forward role, so I think it needs to be a Motlop. It needs to be a, a Jack Martin slash Silvani, oh. one of those. Happy to go, happy to go, Jack Martin with it. Um, I'm going to go TDK. Let's get a Ruckman out there, Ooh. someone I've been hot against. Let's get him going. Yep. I want a big one from McGovern. Clearly, yes. we need that intercept. And then I'm going wow. midfield. I'm trying. I'm picking everyone from around the ground. Another one that I've been hot on, Adam Chera. I want him to go from that. Yep. He's decent. He's that sort of B grade to like, yeah, he's a superstar. And we have seen in the games without Sam Walsh that this man steps up. He has his chance early in the season to get a bit of confidence, a bit more time in the guts. And then who knows when Sammy Walsh comes back in and needs to almost make it as hard as it is for us to say, oh, Walshie, you might not be there. We may be listening to Lockie. He's on the half forward line. So, uh, yeah, I think those are my those are my five players. Do you have any others, Lockie, that you'd love no. to, to throw out there? Absolutely not. No, this is the Ian segment this week. This is, this is where you can just air all of these beautiful opinions of yours. So, perfect. Beautiful. I'm not allowing a fence for this one. I don't think you'll have one. From Clarence, would you prefer to win by a 60-point shellacking? I don't know if I've ever seen that word written, only heard. Shellacking. Or yeah, how does he spell that after... one? Is there, is there a yeah. C in there? An H, maybe? Um, I don't know. Yeah, look, I'm just going to take Clarence's <laughs> word for it. Or after the siren winner. Oh. I feel like it's pretty <laughs> Look, You've got to be a look, mad man if you... Yeah, go look, it is, it is clearly... The 60-point shellacking is what I'm after. Let's just absolutely dominate Richmond. Show us that we are the team to beat. But, and this is an offense, this is just throwing out something into the universe that if the situation got there, this would be fairy tale. If in that scenario there was a goal after the siren, I'll only accept that if there's one man that gets that goal, and it is, of course, Sauce. Jack Silvani yeah. with a goal after the siren to win it to prove me wrong that he can kick his goals. It's the only situation I'll take because I want stress-free 60 points. Let's make it 160. Why not? All right. So this is just imagine that I've tweeted this in. So I get a question this week. Give me your top three players to kick the goal after the siren this week. Not who not who's most likely, but the, the happiness level that you would happiness. Be. So you got sauce number one. Sauce number one. Two, oh. Who would two and three be? Coward number two. Uh, that was the- my boy. <laughs> my boy has to be coward. Would you, uh, would you oh, imagine? I love that. Who's, yeah. who's number three? Oh, uh, look, it's probably this man because it, it seems like anytime he kicks a goal, it has it always happens to be the best highlight, the best crowd noise of all time. It's mm-hmm. Zach Fisher. It just has mm-hmm. to be. After last year, there's only one man I want it, and it's it's Zachy Fish, surely. That's good. That's good. I, literally every player I think of, I'm. Vi- Imagine Pitt this. from outside 50, 60 meter oh. tall to the siren. He's put it through. Think about that last <laughs> Weeders goal, mate. Imagine oh. that. <laughs> Sorry to win. The seams. Or Cripper just to round out that three vote game. Oh, anyway. Okay. That's getting me, yeah. me too excited. Very excited. Um, look, we've, that, that, that's 
caught it from me. Last one from Jake B. No questions. Just want to say happy around one week, boys. Oh, shout out to Jake. Big shout out to him. Very excited about this one. Um, yeah, if you have any other thoughts, if you have any questions, anything we've chatted about, chuck it in the comments um, on the YouTube video. Get on the socials at Navy Blue Corner. Get around it. Um, but we've got a couple of other things before we wrap up this round one build-up. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I'm going rogue. I'm going something that's not on the run sheet. Going off the run sheet. Yeah, just a quick thing for you that I've come up with. I've made a couple of notes. Richmond, we've got some injuries. Richmond have got a couple of injuries. Ruled out just for the people that are listening, that want the information. Yep. According yes, to my sources, which was an article that I read before, so all abuse, <laughs> if wrong, goes towards them, uh, was that Robbie Tarrant, Ivan Soldo, and Josh Gibkiss are not available to play in this one, which means there's a couple of big boys down back that are out for them, which will be interesting to see how that yes. lines up, knowing we've got a couple of big boys down forward and maybe even a big deconing spending some time down there. But... There's a few players that didn't look like they were going to be fit that Richmond are saying are good to go. And I want to get your thoughts maybe on whether the inclusions worry you at all um, or anything like that. So the few are Marlon Pitt, Marlon, Marlon, whatever his first name is, Pickett. Um, I'm not good with your names. Why is there an I in there? Don't know what's going Clearly. on. Clearly. Um, <laughs> he's recovered from an adductor. Jack Graham, don't know if he makes their team, but he's fixed his yeah. toe. I don't know. Put a band out. I don't know what that man's done. Uh, Jaden Short is apparently, he's back from a calf. And uh, the big meatball, okay. Dion Prestia, is back from, um, I don't know if he was playing with his pecs or doing something in the mirror and <laughs> hurt one, but he's apparently overcome that as well, the big meatball. Yeah. Well, he, I think he got injured in the last um, pracky game. So mm. I, I had a feeling that he, he always does. Play. Yeah, yeah, he loves that too. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not a whole lot of concern with those guys, I guess. I had something that mm. I was going to go for, and, and now I've lost my train know, of you've thought. You've it. thrown me off with the peck. The peck talk. It's gonna. It'll come back to me in a second. You, you, you give your thoughts. Well, that's good. I'm it, it's, have them. Go. Well, it's good to see. Good to see that you've brought something to the table. Um, and we're here having a conversation. You're just like, oh, I got no idea. Give it back to Ian. I can't be too concerned. I got to try not to be with this. Probably the only one is like, I feel like Jaden Short always plays really well against us, so it would have been nice to have him out. Mm. Um, same for Prestia. But yep. Okay, I'm going straight back to you. I don't need to finish my point. Cochin. Did you think he should have yes. got a week? I should have got 10 years for that. He's an absolute yeah. grub of a player. I think he should have got a week. It seems insane. So do I. He's never really suspended. He loves his fines. I don't know what he's paying under the table to get it yeah. done. But no, thanks, thanks for bringing that up. Worth uh, cutting me off. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but basically with it, I think Short was the one I'd be more worried about. Prestia, I just feel like he'll do his hamstring in like the first quarter. Probably. Seems to be his forte. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of happy that they're maybe joining us in bringing a few boys that may be a little bit underdone. That kind of excites me a bit more than, than maybe it should. Mm. I just thought we'd touch on some of the injuries and see if that changed any matchups or anything like that to give you some information. But Love two more main points on this one before we wrap this one up because we need to go through our footy tips, Lockie. We said in our first episode <laughs> of this year that we are partaking in the Carlton Cheer Squad's footy tipping competition. So we're going to do it live right now. We don't have the teams. So look, these are subject (laughs) to change. I'll put an asterisk on it, but I want us to go through No, 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 we're locking them in. Locking locking them in? Okay, Lockie, Carlton Richmond and your margin. Who are we going? Shall we split the difference between our two margins? So like 13, 
13 Look, points? I always go like 11 points in my I like things, it. no matter yeah, and cool. i don't know it always seems to be okay no one's if you're in this tipping competition uh you heard nothing and i'm bleeping it out for you in particular on oh, what that yeah. little strategy is but i do like that one uh geelong collingwood mm. i didn't even think about the fact that we're giving intel here to others that it's may be we, listening in the league it's all all of these is the opposite of exactly what we're going to do as soon as we yeah. finish recording so it's it's a diversion <sighs> Gee, there's going to be some games this week that are very you could go either way i'll, I'll say geelong we're going Geelong. Oh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going for Geelong as well. Next game, Saturday, one forty-five at the beautiful Marvel Stadium. We got North v West Coast. It may be the match of the round. Who are you going, Lucky? <laughs> you make sure you tell me when you disagree with one of these. Um, yes. But I'll go. I'll go. New coach bump. That North go one and zero. Yeah, I'm 50-50 on this one. It looks like 67% at the moment have gone north. I reckon we back the popularity in that one. Uh, Port v Brisbane at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, so you like this because it's in Adelaide. But yeah, oh, yeah, I'm going to give it to Brisbane though. Oh, I agree. This is good. These are simple stuff. We don't us. have to argue too much. Uh, we got Melbourne v Western Jeez. Bulldogs Saturday night. The D's have got it. We got Gold Coast and the Sydney Swans at the Heritage Bank Stadium, no longer Metricon. Uh, who are you going, mate? Got a back in, Errol Goulden, 180 super coach. <laughs> He's Let's in there, 100%. Uh, another interesting one will be at Giants Stadium, GWS take on the much talked about for some reason, I still don't understand why, Adelaide Crows. I mean, I have to just back in my uh, wooden spoon pick here. Actually, did you have Adelaide spoon? No, at Hawthorne. Because I had giant spoon. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Are we going say Adelaide? Adelaide, even though I don't feel good about it. Yeah, no, I, I reckon rate, we do it. Don't at it, all. They're 23 percent at the moment, so I reckon that's where we get our upset oh, of the round. Okay. You always have to have one, so I'm liking it. Now we've got at the MCG yep. Hawthorne v Essendon. Fuck. Yeah, it's not a good one. Prime <sighs> time, 3:20 p.m. Beautiful. Uh, I don't like either. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I'm backing in my. Uh, wooden spoon, so I think I'm Essendon, unfortunately, but yeah, that I'm, pains I'm me to do. Uh, Marvel Stadium to finish the round, 4.40 p.m. Glad we don't have that graveyard shift anymore. It is St. Kilda <laughs> taking on the Fremantle Dockers. I'm I'm surprised St. Kilda can field a team at the moment with some of their injuries. So are you, are you going Frio? Absolutely. Beautiful. I think that's Grim simple. Um, oh, we can select a favorite AFL team. Let me do that. Let's oh, submit beautiful. those tips. You, Judy, look out, squad. Loaded to go. We will win this tipping competition because, Lockie, you know what we do at the Navy? Well, you know what we do here at the Navy Blue Corner when we're in a competition, when we're doing anything? We win. We win. And that is the perfect segue, unplanned, because Lockie's got the run sheet. That wasn't on there. So I'm pretty proud of myself. (laughs) Because the last thing, we got a fun little announcement, and that is that this year we are again taking part in the Carlton Supercoach League, bridging some of your favorite Carlton content creators out there. Now, last year, Lockie, we went all the way. We took out the premiership, defeating the great Leck Dog in the grand final, and we want to go all the way again. It is time to build a legacy. So, look, keep your eyes peeled in the coming days as we'll be releasing a little short video exclusively (laughs) on our YouTube channel, Navy Blue Corner, revealing the Supercoach team that will be starting for the 2023 AFL season. But look, it's time to announce the participants of this competition. It's a competition for bragging rights in the Carlton community. We have the great Blue Abroad, Pommy and Oz, 
We've got mm. the Ian Prendercast boys who have the best Carlton bloody podcast name in the business. We've yep. got Heath Buck from My Blue Heaven. We've got the Almost Blues Brothers. We've got the new edition, the Carlton oh. Besties. We had to include them, of course. We've got yep. the Blue Pod. We've got Old Dark Blues, another newcomer to the Carlton space. The Carlton Rap, Baggers Chat, of course, the Carlton Cheer Squad. Look, we love you guys, but we're going to beat you in the tipping comping. Tipping competition. We're going to beat you in the Super Coach. And one of our favorite journalists that we have out there covering the Blues and AFL, we got Jake Ben Watson. And the Mm -hmm. last but not least, the Supercoach Guru, Guru himself, the man from the Jock Reynolds podcast. It is, of course, Lek Dog. Can we do it again? Can we make sure to get this guy and and beat him again? Hopefully. But look, it's a tough competition, uh, but we've done it once. And look, we're hungrier than ever to take home oh, the crown. This absolutely. isn't a premiership hangover. Um, but look, we are, we'll be here to update you guys, hopefully, throughout the season weekly. Get some updates on the socials. Maybe even mention it on the podcast if that's something you're interested in. But at the end yeah. of the day, it's a bit of fun, a bit of bonding for all the amazing people out there. There's a podcast. There's a YouTube channel for everyone if you love your Carlton Football Club. Um, but Lockie, before we wrap this up, is there anything that you have left to say to the people or anything about the, uh, the Richmond game for round one? I don't have the Vossy pump up like you did at the start, mate. Again, I'm just fo- uh, feeling blessed that you and I are going to be at the game. Mm. It's going to be packed. It's going to be beautiful be weather, I've heard. Yeah. 40 degrees, what? mate. Prime time. Um, excited for the – actually, well, probably some turf that isn't going to fall apart when the players run on it. That'll probably be the only thing I'm worried about. Surprised that's been yep. buried. But something has to. I've got the plugs in, so the MCG turf debacle will get parked for another day. Fingers crossed. It doesn't cause any injuries for us. But that is going to wrap up this episode. We are so happy that the footy is finally back. I hope you're all as excited as we are for round one. We can't wait to be back here next week after a huge Carlton win over the Tigers. Go Blues. Seven points, baby. See you guys next time. <laughs>